Good morning. It is Tuesday, October 5th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. We are beginning chapter 3 of Zephaniah today, and there's only three chapters, which means we're almost done. Unlike the books previous to this one, we're actually going to spend a few days in chapter 3. One of the things I really like about Zephaniah's book is he writes similarly to the other minor prophets we've seen. The ending has a great ending, but he spends the most time preparing us for that ending. So as we begin chapter 3 today, we may think there is no light at the end of the tunnel, but oh my friends, there is. Let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is Zephaniah chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Woe to her who is rebellious and defiled, the oppressing city. She listens to no voice. She accepts no correction. She does not trust in the Lord. She does not draw near to her God. Her officials within her are roaring lions. Her judges are evening wolves. They leave nothing till the morning. Her prophets are fickle, treacherous men. Her priests profane what is holy. They do violence to the law. The Lord within her is righteous. He does no injustice. Every morning he shows forth his justice. Each dawn he does not fail. But the unjust knows no shame. I have cut off nations. Their battlements are in ruins. I have laid waste their streets so that no one walks in them. Their cities have been made desolate without a man, without an inhabitant. I said, Surely you will fear me. You will accept correction. Then your dwelling would not be cut off according to all that I have appointed against you. But all the more they were eager to make all their deeds corrupt. Therefore, wait for me, declares the Lord, for the day when I rise up to seize the prey, for my decision is to gather nations, to assemble kingdoms, to pour out upon them my indignation, all my burning anger. For in the fire of my jealousy all the earth shall be consumed. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, as our week goes on now and we drive into our Tuesday, Lord, we're ready for your word to prepare us for this day. God, we need you and we need your word to be beside us, to refresh us, to put gas in our tank. We need it for today. So Lord, won't you be with us and through your word, do all that it was made to do. Amen. Well, my friends, here's my biggest concern about our passage today. It's another big passage of judgment, this time on the city of Jerusalem. And here's the thing. We have seen these passages so many times up to this point that I'm afraid we might be getting bored of this judgment, 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 wrath, 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 anger, anger, anger. And I just want to say, I hope it doesn't happen. Because even though familiarity can breed boredom, we don't want this passage to do that to us today. So as we look at our passage, I encourage you, be depressed. Let this passage overwhelm you. Because that's what it was meant to do. After just spending all of chapter 2 condemning the nations and the enemies of Israel and all the oppressors and the countries that are seeking to destroy Israel, God now turns his judgment back on the city of Jerusalem, his prized city, and says, Woe to her, this rebellious, defiled, and oppressing city. And then he goes on to describe how terrible the city is, how full of wickedness, how every day he makes the dawn come forth in justice, and yet they know no shame for how they treat him and others. He says at the end of verse 7, 
that they are all the more eager to make all of their deeds corrupt. So then we arrive at verse 8. Let me read it one more time. Therefore wait for me, declares the Lord, for the day when I rise up to seize the prey. For my decision is to gather nations, to assemble kingdoms, to pour out upon them my indignation, all my burning anger. For in the fire of my jealousy all the earth shall be consumed. My friends, one of the dangers in doing devotions is that we can get so bored with our passage. And I just want to reiterate, we can't let that happen to us today. We have to feel verse 8. We have to see the anger and the wrath of the Lord burning against not just Jerusalem, but as he says in verse 8, all the earth that shall be consumed. Our God can have nothing to do with wickedness. It can have nothing to do with a people who seek to make all of their deeds corrupt. In fact, they're eager to do it. And so along that regard, don't shy away from the feelings of being overwhelmed and depressed by this part of God's nature. We should feel that way before a holy God. We should see Zephaniah is meant to be an overwhelming book, full of doom and gloom. But as the old saying goes, the night is always darkest right before the dawn. Zephaniah has one of the sweetest, most treasured endings to any Old Testament book. It's quoted everywhere. We won't hit it tomorrow, but I think we'll hit it on Thursday. And when we do, all the darkness, the overwhelming sense of anger and burning wrath against wickedness will seem like nothing compared to the light. Let me close this in prayer. Our God, as we go today, Lord, we are a people who can get so bored, and we know it, Father. We know that we can get bored by the same old thing every day. But Lord, help us in this passage today to once again see this side of your character, of your personality, of your nature, that burns against wickedness. God, it's because of your holiness that we're drawn to you. It's because of your holiness that you sent Jesus to us to redeem us from such wickedness. It's a helpful reminder in these passages to see what we've been saved from. The deep corruption and depravity in our own hearts, in the hearts of our friends and our nations and our families, altogether making us a wicked people. But you came, Father. You sent your Son to bring us back from such a devastatingly low place. And now here we are, coming to your word, being renewed and transformed every day by these scriptures. Father, we're thankful for your word and we're thankful for you and what you've done for us. Help us to go today and live in obedience, to be afraid of this wrathful side of your character, to fear you, Lord, to look more like your Son, to pursue godliness and holiness in our lives today, on this Tuesday. Lord, won't you help us? We pray these things in your Son's name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.